0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the mass UFO sighting at Michigan 1994. That's correct, the mass UFO sighting in Michigan back in 1994. Now, this first article comes to us from thesun.com. It's dated uh, November 16, 2022, so just a couple months ago. The title says, Mass Sighting Horror Details About UFO Traveling at 72,000 Miles Per Hour. And sucking water from Michigan lakes revealed in Unsolved Mysteries, in articles by Forrest McFarland, New chilling information on a mass UFO sighting that led to hundreds of 911 calls from a small Michigan town has been revealed in a recent episode of Unsolved Mysteries. On March 8, 1994, more than 300 people in 42 counties reported seeing strange hovering objects scream through the skies at 72,000 miles per hour. Two even said they watched in horror as a UFO sucked out fresh water with impossible technology. Wow, so you have a fleet of these UFOs just flying at incredible speeds, 72,000 miles per hour. I mean, my goodness, this has got to be like Mach, what? Mach 11, Mach 12 way faster than anything a man-made could be. New information is coming to light, it says, after more than 300 people witnessed a horrific UFO sighting in Michigan on March 8, 1994, according to reports, and it goes on, it says, Retired meteorologist Jack Bouchong witnesses the event and teamed up with a ufologist to draw a map of the sightings. While stories of one of America's greatest mysteries vary slightly from person to person, there are several key similarities in the descriptions of what Michigan residents saw. Unexplainable lights were spotted from various towns surrounding the Great Lakes, as well as five or six cylindrically shaped objects that moved in a concerning circular pattern, according to the reports. Jack Bushong, a former meteorologist, had been tracking UFOs that 1994 night while he worked late at his National Weather Service job inside the Muskegon County Airport. For hours, Bushong watched the mysterious movements and confirmed that the reports were indeed legitimate. So, people were witnessing these UFOs uh, flying all over the state. 42 reports. At the same time, they were calling law enforcement. Law enforcement was calling the Weather Service, Mr. Bushong, and he was witnessing the same UFOs on his radar scope, so we have independent we have independent witnesses, both from people on the ground, eyewitnesses on the ground, and from the Weather Service watching these things on this local radar station's scope. It says they weren't planes. The radio operator, ra- the radio operator, told the De- for- the Detroit Free Press in 1995, planes show us pinpoints on the scope. These were the size of a half a thumbnail. Now think about that. A plane shows up as the size of a pinpoint, okay? These were the size of a half of a thumbnail. So what is that, like 50, 60 times the size? So we're talking about objects that would be like the size of a football stadium. And remember, they tracked them on their, I believe on their radar, actually, is where they got the numbers from, 72,000 miles an hour. How does something that big move that fast? Just simply without, as far as I know, no... Uh, sonic booms—it's literally violating the laws of physics. It says they were from five to twelve thousand feet at all times, moving all over the place. Three were moving toward Chicago. Now, five to twelve thousand feet is not that high as far as planes go. That's one to two miles. That's that's at the altitude that you would expect a, a normal you know say a Piper Cub to go. You think most of your jet airplane traffic is going to be at 30, 40,000 feet. So 5,000 feet, is quite close, actually. Jeff Felthouse, who was a Holland Police Department officer at the time, said he witnessed flying objects that were green, red, and white through binoculars according to an incident report. So here we have eyewitnesses, police officer witness, and then we also have the weather surface witnessing these things with the radar equipment. Others said the UFOs looked like twinkling Christmas lights zooming through the evening sky. Two campers even said they watched in horror as a UFO sucked up fresh water using a creepy mechanism, Director of Unsolved Mysteries episode Gabe Torres claimed. That's a hot spot, what's called a UFO hotspot. that area around Lake Michigan. The Great Lakes are the largest sources of freshwater North America, Tory said. So if you're seeing a lot of UFOs and these people report this sort of water spot going up into it, not coming down, do these things use water in their travels? Well, of course, we know they could draw hydrogen from the water. Who knows what? That is strange. Bushong eventually met with ufologist Michael Swords in an attempt to make sense of the confusing incident. The two work together to draw a map gallery that illustrates the movements of the UFOs. Despite the unprecedented number of sightings, the details surrounding the UFOs remain unclear. With officials ruling out commonplace objects like small planes, gas weather balloons, military air- aircraft, or debris, the Chicago-, the Chicago Tribune reported in 1995. We're trying to solve the mystery of what this was, along with Jack Bushong, director Torres told movie maker, <clears throat> and so. We're hoping that people will tune in, watch this, and be able to give us another piece of the puzzle. You know, I don't think this has ever been solved. He theorizes that if the suspected UFOs were carrying extraterrestrial life forms, they likely came here to observe human life on Earth and figure out who we are and what we're all about. That seems a little uh, human-centered. I'm not sure these things care. It says, they're clearly not a threat to us, he added. They're, they clearly have advanced technology that hasn't been utilized against us in an aggressive way. Now, we don't know that, and that's simply not true. Uh, we have lots and lots of abduction cases, we have thousands of cattle mutilation cases, and if these things are on some sort of a long timeline, what seems, you know, a few years for us seems like a long time, maybe that's not a long time for these guys. We don't know what their intentions are. Their intentions may be just to play uh, possum until they're ready to set the trap. I mean, we, we don't know. These are all unknowns. But we know that 42 different sightings were called in by 300 people that witnessed this mass UFO sighting over Michigan. We know that, as the radar operator said, uh, a normal airplane or jet airplane, passenger, imagine a passenger airplane, which is going to fill up most of a football field, it shows up as the size of a pinpoint on the radar. These things, he said, showed up as a half, a thumbnail, so about a quarter inch across, a half inch across. You know, like I said, 50 times the normal size of an airplane. So you have these stadium-sized objects flying all over the state of Michigan. <clears throat> they said at one point headed toward Chicago. At least two people reported witnessing them. Uh, sucking water up out of the, one of the local lakes there with a strange mechanism. So they're using our resources, they're invading our airspace at low altitude, five to 12,000 feet, and I haven't seen anybody you know, from their side come forward and say, hey, we're here, could we, could we use some of your water? Whatever these entities are, they're just treating humans as if they're inconsequential. So to assume that they're here to visit with us or to see what we're all about, uh, I, I don't see it that way, because if they are, they haven't done a very good job of making themselves known to people. Now, there's another article on this too that I thought was not too bad, and this is from newsweek.com, which is kind of cool. A lot of times, you know, these sightings happen, and then we kind of forget about them. They kind of get buried in the UFO database, you know, of Google or whoever, and so we, we forget to talk about them, but every so often... One of these discovery channels or one of these, you know, cable TV shows will do a show on UFOs, and then these cases will come up. It says, Unsolved Mysteries 1994 Michigan is still puzzling today, and here's why. And this is by Molly Mitchell, it says. Like I said, Newsweek.com. You know, I think we should, before I go forward with this, I think we should remember... Uh, Michigan has been a hot spot for UFOs for a long time. Don't forget that's where Gerald Ford, when he was serving as uh, representative, I believe, for Michigan, uh, had petitioned the Defense Department to do an investigation of this. And he, he had there was a couple years there where these things were just being seen all over the place, and uh, he wasn't getting any answers from the Defense Department or from uh, the intelligence community, and he was trying to convene hearings. In Congress, where they would be forced to talk about this. Uh, he wrote a nice letter. I think he did his best that he could. And they pretty much just ignored him. Now, this article starts off It says, The first three episodes of Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 3, are out on Netflix now, with the remaining set six set to drop on October 25th and November 1st. Episode 2 in the new series is titled, Something in the Sky, And explores a UFO sighting in Michigan in 1994. Well, what exactly transpired remains unknown to this day. One thing is for sure: enough people are concerned at the time, were concerned at the time, to raise the alarm that something strange was taking place in the skies above them. There were a lot of calls made, and as I recall, I believe this radar operator basically was kind of told. Or implied to you that he needed to not talk about this uh, too much, and so I think it's just been the last couple of years since he's retired that he's really come out and made some pretty incredible statements to really kind of clear things up about you know the number of craft he saw, the size of craft, the speed they were moving at. It says the nineteen ninety four Michigan UFO incident on the evening on the on the evening of March 8, ninety four, the residents of Western Michigan saw something unusual in the sky. According to the Chicago Tribune, there were over 300 witnesses across 42 counties, okay, 42 counties in Michigan who reported seeing the event. So we have 300 witnesses. I misspoke before, I said 42. It was actually 300 witnesses in 42 counties. More than 300 calls were made to 9 11 that night, with residents reporting strange and unnatural lights sparking along. The eastern shore of Lake Michigan, and I believe these also came clear down in from Canada. It was just almost like an invasion of these things. Many residents reported the lights were circular or cylindrical and flashed in different colors over the glistening lake. Some described them as looking like flying, a flickering Christmas tree lights, but what they witnessed was never has never been conclusively identified. Now they can't. There's no way they can deny this. The Unsolved Mysteries, Volume Three. Several theories are put forward to explain the, light, the sighting, from aliens to military craft or a natural event like the Northern Lights. Evidence is also held directly from those who witnessed the event, all giving similar descriptions. Now, let's just say, as far as a, a military aircraft, remember the radar operator said that a, mil- that a normal aircraft appears to the size is the size of a pinpoint on the radar screen. These sides were half of a thumbnail. We don't have military aircraft that big. We can't even make something that big fly. Okay, So this is a completely foreign uh, construction. The article goes on and says, The Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 3. Several theories are put forward to explain the sighting from aliens to military aircraft or, unnatural, or a natural event like the Northern Lights. Audience also can hear directly from the witnesses who saw the event, all giving similar descriptions. And then it says, A general incident report filed by Officer Jeff Velthouse of the Holland Police Department detailed his response to numerous 911 calls. After looking through binoculars, he too saw flying objects that were red, green, and white. tells me these things were just all over the place. I mean, people are calling them in. said 300 reports. Finally, the cop goes outside, picks picks up a pair of binoculars, and is like, Oh, yeah, there they are. At the time, radar operator Jack Bushong from the National Weather Service based at Muskegon County Airport reported the spectacle and said that something did take place in the sky that required attention. Bushong said he followed the objects on the weather radar and was certain they were not a former military aircraft. He said he had never seen an aircraft get up to a speed of 72,000 miles per hour before. I think that's fast enough that it should break free from Earth's gravity. At 72,000 miles per hour, way faster than a bullet. Okay, 72,000 miles per hour. Unfortunately, it has never been confirmed what happened in the sky on the night of Michigan on the night of March 8, 1994, in Michigan. The Chicago Times reported in 1995 that researchers had ruled out the objects in the sky being a small plane, gas, a blimp, a weather balloon, a satellite, shooting stars, military aircraft, or debris. Of course, back then they wouldn't have been able to think of drones, would they? If you have any information about the 1994 sighting, you can share your tip via unsolvedmysteries.com tips now. Yeah, what a cool uh, mass sighting that was. 300 people calling in to report seeing this fleet, basically, of UFOs flying over Western Michigan back on March 8, 1994. And the cool thing is, not only do you have all these eyewitness reports, you've got the police officer that actually reported seeing him with his own eyes, and you've got the weather radar operator who not only saw the objects, he was able to estimate the size of them from the radar blip, and he was able to track the speed of them as he saw them move across the radar screen. I don't know how uh, a sighting could really get much better than that. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over now.